0: My marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari podcaster, comedian, author, children's author, children's <laughs> pedophile. <laughs> Well, according to Laugh Factory videos, yeah. Dude. I hope that's not real, but... I don't think it is. You can't take any of what the people on the internet say as, like, real, because one, they didn't know how to spell pedophile, so, like, don't take it personally, you know? Do you believe that video?
1: I I had people who I don't know, strangers off the internet going on my personal page and commenting on every photo, this guy's a pedophile,
0: don't follow it. Hell yeah, dude. You're just going to get on the popular page quicker. A lot of people are commenting. And I deleted the shit. comments from my page. Uh, I mean, I guess if somebody saw it out of, out of context, like you just met a girl and she followed you on Instagram. She's creeping through your pics to see if you're I, cute. And then somebody just goes, this guy's a pedophile. Maybe she's going to like turn away.
1: I mean, there's that. But also, I just don't want negativity in my life.
0: Good. You don't need it. Fuck and I people. know,
1: you know, maybe I'm putting out some negativity with that kind of joke. But it was a joke. And this was real, genuine negativity towards me.
0: I mean, it's a funny joke. They're just like, the people who comment on the internet are the people who like, the people who like it aren't commenting, you know? They just see it, enjoy it, right. and move on.
1: No, I, And I got messages from people, hey, this is so funny. Hey, you have so much balls I, to I mean, say I saw this. you do
0: that joke in San Jose, and like school teachers were coming up to you afterwards, like laughing.
1: Yeah, exactly. But anyone with a sense of humor can get it. Or I guess that type of sense of humor.
0: People are fucking mean, dude. I had I had one video on there where I talked about Afghanistan and I had all these Afghani people just like after me in my DMs hard telling me like, please ask the Laugh Factory to take it down. Like right. They've been messaging it. They've been calling. Like People called the Laugh Factory and were like, can you take this thing down? They don't give a fuck. It's just more. Videos. Yeah, they don't you care. Know, they like you know. it. Yeah, it's just more traction. You see the Laugh Factory logo behind you and they're selling more tickets.
1: It's like the uh, Michael Richards video where he says the N word a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. They like that video.
0: I think you like that video, too.
1: Well, I mean, it's entertaining.
0: I mean, it's wild. It's wild.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild. I don't support it. But if I was a club owner, though, in that video, with that, I don't think I would like it that that happened at my establishment, that I allowed that racism.
0: Well, they didn't allow it. I mean, you know, they kicked him out afterwards. Right. But you never notice everything bad always happens at the Laugh Factory. You never hear about crazy shit happening at the improv or the comedy store. Oh, I don't
1: like know that. about that.
0: Really? What I remember. Mainstream shit.
1: At the store, there was a shooting.
0: I mean, did I? People forgot about that. But yeah,
1: they hired. They had buried that shit. Yeah. Uh, what else was there at the store? One time, I had a prostitute come uh, to come. comedy r- store by that. mistake. By mistake, I had to make a apology video.
0: That's tight.
1: I didn't know she was a prostitute till. Have later. you ever
0: posted the video of her getting arrested?
1: I don't think I have that video. I have some pictures. I posted some pictures.
0: I feel like I saw a video of it. Someone, Someone
1: has, has a, video. a video. There was definitely people filming. But I was hiding in the kitchen. For those of you who don't know, I had a girl off the internet reach out to me and said, do you want to hang out? She looked pretty. I'm a straight male. And I said, yeah, come to the comic store, grab a drink with me. She shows up. She's drunk already. She has a few more drinks. Starts making a scene. I go to the kitchen and hide because I don't want to be associated with this person. Then she's yelling, where's Ari? She ends up hitting a security guard. The cops come, arrest her. And,
0: and you didn't even get to fuck her.
1: Didn't, did not have sex with her. Do you think, I think she would have given it to you for free? Yes.
0: Because she was genuinely like interested in you.
1: Yeah, she didn't even tell me she was a prostitute until she was really drunk at the comedy store.
0: Do you think that's like just her way of like getting business? Like she was trying to source business by just sliding in your DMs and then like halfway through the date, she's going to be like, you got 160?
1: Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, if you know me really well, you know that I'm for legalization of prostitution and I'm not against it. But she didn't know that. And if you were just looking at me, I don't think you would know that.
0: What I was your like first a- experience with a prostitute?
1: Very first one ever. Mm hmm. I know where it was I'm trying to remember the exact oh the I think it was the very first time I went, I think I was with
0: are you I like are is that cool to be saying their name no
1: shit beep, the very first time beep. I went I was with a couple comedians and I mean I could say they went with me I don't know I was with some people and we went to the brothel in Mexico in Tijuana Mexico the Hong Kong I went and checked it out the experience. I don't think I want to be talking about this for me. I don't want to put my name in this.
0: Okay. don't. I
1: don't know. I mean, it's already out there. You know what I think we could all agree on? That's me, Grant, you guys as the audience. I think we could all agree that a hard penis is important for sex. Now, let's talk about that for just a second. When I was younger, I could wear a condom whenever I want. No problem. Didn't affect my performance. Didn't even bother me. But now sometimes that condom kind of affects me negatively. It affects my performance. I need to get it going. Now you can increase your performance and get that little extra thing in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialysis. so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. They never send me any to try, but I did borrow some of a friend. I could tell you firsthand that they work and they work good. This isn't just for you guys who can't perform either, because let me tell you, I can, but if you want that little bit of extra, if you want to treat her right, take them. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code THERAPY. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue bluechew.com, promo code THERAPY, to try it for free. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster choice. And I thank them very much for sponsoring me, my sexual experiences, and this podcast. Support them and support me by supporting them. Let's get back to the podcast. And you know, it's funny the two times I've ever been on a video on the internet that actual people see, you know, because when I post a video, maybe a thousand people will see it, and it's most people who know me already. But the f- I was. I was in this Laugh Factory video, people shat on me. No, barely anyone liked it, or whatever. It got a lot of negativity. The other time I was in something really popular was Theo Von's podcast, and the same thing happened.
0: They shit on you? Yeah.
1: All his fans ripped me. They did not like me.
0: But they loved you this weekend, you know?
1: Yeah, they like my stand-up, I guess.
0: I, it's just, just easy to shit on somebody on the internet. Yeah. It's so easy. You could see a cute cat video and write, like, that cat's fucked up looking, his eyes are too far apart, or like, damn, I've seen this already, It's shit's hack.
1: It stings, though, man. I'm sensitive. I think comedians are sensitive for Comedi- the most part.
0: I'm so sensitive, it's fucked up.
1: Yeah, like it bummed me out.
0: I think different things affect you, and I don't know if it has to do with like the high you feel when you're on stage and then like the low you feel just in every other part of your life, you know?
1: And we're all narcissists, and we're looking for attention, positive attention. We want people to like us. We're on stage trying to get people to laugh. So anytime someone doesn't like me, even though... I'm putting out stuff that obviously not everyone's going to like. It still hurts my feelings.
0: Well, you just got to tread on onto the next. Yeah, thing. no, you know I'm, I mean? I'm I woke
1: up feeling better about it. yesterday. I was really, really bummed out. But today I'm like, oh, well, you you'll know? get
0: over it because then there's going to be another thing you're going to stress about. Like, why didn't I get a spot on this show? Why? Right. Like, you know what I mean? With success comes the haters, the haters, dude. I also got a thousand
1: followers from it. Dude, game people, over. People
0: people who liked it. Dude, people are going to be watching your stories now. You got to be more like aware of what you're posting cuz now you got a 1000 new fans. That's right. What's also, new with you? I mean, my knees fucked up and it's like weird to see it on this video thing. You have a thing. baller scar. I, I know, know, dude. My knees. That's fucked a Mexican up. scar, huh? Whole hospital in Mexico $19,000. Did did they do that or did you I mean, finish it at an American hospital. Nah, man. I mean, I did. I did the thing that got me the fucking yeah, scar, but, I mean, but they, they, sewed they, they
1: sewed it up. Yeah, I wonder if that scar wouldn't be as intense if you did it in America.
0: No, I've been to some doctors over here, and they said they did a decent job. But I still got rocks in my knee. They didn't like clear it out all the way. That doesn't sound like a decent <laughs> job Dude, to so me. So on a good day, you feel little pebbles in here. Are you going
1: to go get them taken out or not?
0: Fuck no! I don't want to get cut open ever again in my uh, life. It's can you dramatic. still do sports? I mean, Are I you fully recovered. I mean, I feel like, you know, I walk around good and I could like lightly jog, but I can't like skateboard again. Would you run a mile? I mean, maybe I could, but would I? No. No. (laughs) What the fuck am I going to run a mile for? Exercise. I mean, no nah, dude. Four times around the track. Get out of here. Get that high. And my best mile in middle school was thirteen minutes. No way. Were yeah. you fat in middle school? No, but I just kicked it with the girls in the back because they hiked their PE shorts up and looked real cute. What grade did you get in PE class with thirteen I think minute I, mile? I mean, I failed PE every year. You failed PE? Yeah. I didn't even know you could fail PE. oh uh, dude, I wouldn't. I just d- refused to do pull-ups. I talk shit to my PE teacher. I like would just ditch straight and smoke up cigarettes. F. Yeah. Or I like I got kicked out of the class. Whoa. And you didn't go to college, right? I mean I went to art school.
1: Yeah, no college for you. Yeah,
0: it's just not real.
1: I mean it's real. It's not doesn't do anything for you, but it's real.
0: Yeah, I mean I just yeah. I mean I went somewhere to learn if that counts. Did you learn? No. So how
1: many years of art school did you do?
0: I mean maybe like three and a half, four. But it was oh, like Oh,
1: you did a full? did no, you get a degree?
0: No, because I kept t- I had like repeat classes. I would like party and like ditch out half a semester and then like I would go back and then like I got a DUI and like I couldn't drive anywhere. And my parents were like on my case, so I went back to school for a year. So You
1: were a little rebel.
0: I was a fucking shitty kid. When dude. did
1: you start behaving yourself and become a functioning member of society? How old were you?
0: Maybe like 23, 24. And were you already doing comedy
1: at this point? Yeah. You started comedy at what age?
0: Comedy really disciplined me. Like it gave me like a goal and it gave me like something to focus towards and it gave me an outlet of something that like I liked and I felt like I should do. Whereas I never really had that before. How old
1: know? were you when you started?
0: 20.
1: 20. So three years in a comedy, you feel like, okay. Cause I'm that's when comedian. I got
0: sober. So I think maybe it was just, maybe it could have just been when I got sober. That so like sobriety really slash comedy. Yeah. Really, really saved me otherwise hard. i'd be like fucking you know i don't want to say their names so you see the dudes that are just like wasted at the comedy stores like not they're, they're yeah doing they're shit, just alcoholics you know? yeah
1: yeah you don't want to be that guy when i first moved to la you were one of the guys that i looked up to
0: oh thanks man yeah fuck dude wish i could have kept that going
1: yeah now you're just grant to me now, I'm just now we're gr- no now we're friends yeah yeah but when i first moved to la i was like i want to be doing all the things that grant's doing
0: shit well thanks man you know yeah. i think uh i don't know i think there's like an element of like when you first moved to la and you're just like super excited and like a shiny new toy and you're just like doing everything and
1: but you were doing all the coolest things because you were i mean you still are but at that time when i moved here in 2012 the laugh factory was the dopest club yeah and you were seen performing there like every week yeah uh you were, you were at the improv all the time you're just doing, you're you were on the road doing Irvine. All the other shows. I you mean, got M T V show, jerks with cameras.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude, I think I mean I think I was like on a trajectory and then like I had some shit slow me down a little bit, like personal well, shit. Well that's just
1: that's just comedy, right? Yeah, because ebbs and flows. What slowed you down that time?
0: I think like, you know, my mom passed away and then like I was drinking again and I just think like I just got kind of stuck in a spot that I'm like just feeling like I'm getting out of now.
1: Just right now,
0: just like coming to do this podcast is what's taken me out of my like. I'm fixing three it. year funk.
1: I think that your comedy is better than it's ever been.
0: Thanks. I mean, I do too. You know, I would I would hate that it gets worse.
1: That's true, yeah. but it's also changed a lot. Yeah, like yeah. like you were you would always do well on stage, but I feel like, um, I I mean, I didn't know you when you first started, but when I first started, you were really high energy. Mm-hmm. A lot of big act outs, impressions, yeah. yeah, voices. I mean, and now you're doing just like,
0: well, I feel like I just like kind of, yeah, like you you figure out yourself, I guess, and like you know, I started like young enough to where I just didn't know who I was or like what I was about, and then now like I've had some life experience and some shit happen, and you, you start to change. I also feel like if you're that being that high energy guy when you're like old, it's got to be like fucking draining. <laughs> You know, like I was like a cheerleader on stage, I felt like. and
1: But you were good at it. Yeah, thanks. It's a good skill to have because sometimes, like, I don't ever want to be a high energy guy. But sometimes I wish that I could do more, you know? Like, I don't do act outs. I don't do voices. And I wish I had that. I wish I was capable of it. But I'm not because I just, I think I'm too insecure. Dude, if I could do anything in comedy,
0: like, I wish I could do voices. Because yeah. you could just sit in the pocket of like doing a voice or something and like applause break after applause break. You don't even have to tell jokes. You could just like fucking yeah. read your children's book, which you guys can buy on Amazon.com. Bears don't like candy. Uh, and like get fucking huge applause breaks, you know? Yeah, but you can do that. I mean, I can't do like good. I can do vo- some voices. It's yeah. unique to me, but like, you know. I do zero voices. Start it. Try one. Like, Give me your best voice right now. What, what would do you,
1: you do? Vo- tell me to do it. Give a- me
0: a celebrity impression. I definitely can't do that. Give me like, um, give me like a family member impression. Pick one. Milan. He sounds like me. People confuse us all the time. Okay, do Jonah. <laughs> See, it's too hard. We can't even think of a voice for me to do. I mean, I could do. So- I can't do impression. I could do some impressions of like certain comics, but like I can't do like celebrity impressions. Like uh, maybe I can do. I'm Lily Anderson. Oh, that's pretty good. Is that good? I mean, I don't know when that's gonna help me. That ever. guy, dude. He's wild. So he I'd like to be friend.
1: his friend. I, he's nice. I think he, I think he would definitely be your friend. Yeah? I think if you hung out with him one time, you would be opening for him and be his friend.
0: I mean, I'd do it if there's some fucking... He
1: likes young men.
0: What are you saying by that?
1: He's a homosexual.
0: No. Life with Louie? That wasn't in the cartoon.
1: Did you watch um, Baskets with him in it? No. He plays uh, Zach Galifianakis' mom. Mm-hmm.
0: A transgendered person. No, he doesn't play. Oh, he just plays a woman. He plays a woman. Okay,
1: it's amazing. Does he look hot? Doesn't look hot, but it's so like it's believable. Like I wonder, I wonder what people think because a lot of people who watch the show probably don't know that it's who that is, Louis Anderson. I wonder if they know if you were just a stranger watching it if you know that it's a man. I mean, you haven't seen it, but
0: maybe not some people in the Midwest cause like that's what they're used to is maybe like that kind of woman, but maybe LA.
1: What is your goal for 2019
0: to fucking survive, to keep going, to quit jeweling, to be happy, to grow as a person, to
1: that shit is corny. Give me a real goal. I mean, it doesn't even need to be comedy.
0: I want to start growing weed in Nicaragua.
1: Nicaragua, then you're going to have to fly back and forth from here to Nicaragua.
0: But land is cheap. There's a lot of people with guns that can protect your property. I just think, you know, the air is crisp out there.
1: That sounds like a lot of work.
0: I don't know what my fucking goal is, dude.
1: There's your problem, man.
0: I mean, I could always say yeah, like a late night set. You know, your
1: career goals, late night set?
0: Yeah, but like then that always gets frustrating because I feel like the way I do comedy isn't necessarily like conducive to the late night set or like my best shit are like crazy stories that are like 10, 15 minutes long and to like try to repiece little things into like a four minute, five minute set. Like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. And then it's like every, I mean, I just make excuses I guess cause then it's like, I got to get a tape and then
1: if you had a tape, would you be able to submit it and get feedback? Yeah, for sure. Do it.
0: Yeah. Can we just film me right now? I'll just do fucking four minutes of jokes right here.
1: I know people, I'm not going to say names. I know people that have taped themselves at dead open mics and added in laugh. I know a comic that, sound. I know a comic that does real. that and puts
0: it on Instagram every fucking day. Every day
1: who puts comics. Oh,
0: you know who it is. Who's got the craziest show flyers in the game, bro? Oh, that fan. I didn't say it, you did. Dead fan, dude. I mean, he's adding laugh tracks.
1: I want I I want to start a GoFundMe mm-hmm. to get people to pay money to that i'll pay him to do my apartment show
0: how much do you think he would need
1: three hundred dollars
0: is is that an arbitrary number or like you? well
1: have- i signed a contract with him saying that i wouldn't say how much he's getting paid mm-hmm. if he does it but i think three hundred dollars
0: okay yeah you signed a contract you signed a contract
1: a handwritten contract that he wrote at a, when we went and got uh foe and okay wait in, you in need to back valley. this
0: story up because i just gotta be honest like Dad fan is one of my personal favorite comedians like we're talking about voices like Dat Fan's got the voice down dude he kills it he's another san diego homie oh he is from san like, diego like you know he's the original winner of last comic standing and like he just destroys like destroys so fucking hard every time every time every time like i the, don't that can't be true i mean the voice is like you can't you can't beat it, dude. A yeah, Vietnamese so person saying anything is fucking funny. I just
1: think he, uh, I just he, I'm infatuated by him a little bit. I find him to just be captivated and interesting, and a little weird.
0: Yeah, I get it. You and
1: know? I just think it'd be funny for him to do come do my living room show, season one, winner last Comic Standing.
0: I mean, you've had people with like. I've had uh, higher I've credits had, due to I've the show. I've had
1: better comics, yeah. more established, more fame, more successful comics. Than but,
0: him. And then they openly do it for... You don't have they to do write a contract?
1: Yeah, they do it for nothing. But I don't see him doing a lot of shows like that. Yeah. He only does kind of paid shows. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to him. And he, instead of just making a deal, he said, let's get lunch. Did you have to pay for the lunch? No. Did he pay? He... He... Wanted to pay, but I, I felt bad, and I, I paid for myself. Okay, that's nice of you. But he did offer to pay. Okay. He was a nice guy. He talked a lot about, you know, the class he does. He teaches a comedy class. Oh, you think
0: he was trying to get you in on that class? No. He, in fact, he, offered, he was so nice, he said I could come and watch it for free. Wow. I think I you would be benefit living. from it. Can't hurt. Y- you want to get high energy? Learn yeah. from the best. Learn
1: that fans class.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: where we left, and then I kind of... Was fully I was tinkering with the idea of getting him, but a lot of people said it's too mean.
0: I don't know if it's mean because I think he would like bring something different to the show. Yeah, and like but I would, would probably do I well. want I kinda
1: You want it for the wrong reasons. I wanted it on for the wrong reasons. I don't wanna, you know, be mean to him, but maybe I think it's funny for him to do it. I
0: mean you think it's funny for that, but like I think the crowd would enjoy him. And I think he would have a good set. And if he was getting paid, like. But I would
1: promote it in a way where I'm kind of making fun of him a little like bit. Like that
0: fan's new comedy special filmed at Ari's apartment?
1: Yeah. Well, part of the stipulations of the, the handwritten contract that he wrote mm-hmm. was that I'm not allowed to film it, but he will
0: film it and give me footage to use. Okay. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of seems like he's just kind of adding his. Because he wants to
1: I think that's just him saying... He wants control. If I have a bad set, whichever comic does, I don't want you to be able to post it.
0: Okay. Yeah. We couldn't just put that on the contract? Like, I have to approve whatever you film?
1: I think he's maybe a little paranoid. I'm not sure. What's his
0: handwriting like?
1: He. It's kind of like his posters. The contract looks a lot like his comedy posters where there's just a lot going on. You're not exactly sure, but it's all there.
0: Okay. <laughs> Like a jail cell. Like somebody just had a pencil and was lonely in the cell, just like writing different it's, memories. Yeah, there's
1: no organization to it. It's like you're jotting down your ideas for something, but then that's it. That's the completed thing. Was Instead it, of like reorganizing it into a layout, Yeah. he jots down all the ideas and then he goes, okay, that's the poster. Who's on it? This person, this person, this person. We'll figure out the rest later. That's the poster
0: wild man so he's definitely like one of your one of your top 10 one of your mount Rushmores of a comedy like being another san diego guy and just like he's someone you look up to and admire
1: it goes grant
0: cotter that fan dude you i i can't let you do that i can't let you put me above well one. i gotta That's- think
1: like who gave me some of my first shows in la grant cotter not that fan
0: I mean, Dat Fan is offering to help you, though. If you just go to his comedy class one day, like, I'm sure you could get on one of his Dat Fan and Friends shows at at the Ice House or, like, even the La Jolla Comedy Store. I'm sure, you know, I see he does Laugh-In Comedy Cafe in Florida a lot. You could go do that.
1: Hey, he pays his bills doing comedy. Nothing but comedy and movies and acting.
0: I'm paying my bills fucking slinging art, dude. Oh, yeah, you were saying you sell art on eBay? I mean, I'm just fucking. Where do you find the art streets. to slay? Like, I just know. Like, I got this like art guy homie who like closed an art gallery and he, and he's got like an extra surplus of pieces and he'll but like you have sell them to you. Buy to me it from low. him. Yeah, but I buy them cheap and then sell them What if instead you made more. a
1: deal with him, like, hey, we'll sell them on eBay together and we'll each get a cut? Would that be better for you or
0: worse? Um, I mean, worse. I think you know because I think maybe he doesn't want. People to know he he's involved in that because maybe he's not supposed to be selling their pieces or got it. Got I don't it. know. I
1: got it. You do art and you do art yourself. Yeah.
0: Have you been doing a lot of it? No. Just here and there. Just here and there when it tickles my fancy. Like I'll fuck around. But you would made a rat king. I made a rat king. Yeah. For don't know. And it. I thought I was gonna sell him after the show and make a bank. Cause I was in Tahoe and I didn't have merch and I was just middling and the fucking headliner and host had merch and they were killing it after every fucking show In Tahoe they were in Tahoe. Like these drunk ass casino people just like making fucking bank after the show. And I was like, what am I going to do? And I started just drawing pictures and fucking selling them. And then they wouldn't buy the other people's shit. And then they got mad at me. So then I was like, wait,
1: so they were buying more of yours than everyone else's.
0: Yeah, man. They didn't want their book ass merch. Fucking nobody wants a DVD these days. Damn. Who even has a DVD player?
1: I think shirts are still a way to go for merch.
0: I tried to make shirts on the warp tour and sell them, and I didn't sell one. I couldn't even yeah, give them out fast enough. but
1: wasn't that kind of like a rough?
0: I think it's because it was a bunch of little kids and they just had their own money that they wanted like their band shirt, you know, so they weren't yeah gonna and spend that it on was kind of like comic.
1: a rough show when you did the warp tour, right? That shit was brutal, I got yeah, so you have to be you have to in my experience, if you kill it on the show, then they want to buy the merch.
0: Yeah, but it was like I, I, you could think you were killing, but you were outdoors in a fucking tent that was like super hot, and you got five shitty metal bands playing around you. Yeah, that's the kids what I mean. are just trying to it's, get like it's cold not an air. environment. where you go and kill. Yeah, and I had to fucking shit in a CVS bag on the bus and throw it out the window in Arkansas. They wouldn't stop for you. Fuck no, dude. Did you ask them to? Yeah, and, and they he, said no. Yeah, he did wouldn't. you say I'm gonna shit in this bag? Then and he told, told like, me to okay. shit in the bag. He told me it's called a hot bag. It's How many like, other people were on the bus? There was like 10 other people on the bus and they were all asleep and it was middle of the night and i had some like i just had to go dude usually i'm really regulated and so did you tell everyone on the bus what you did the day? i mean day? the next day yeah you did and yeah did they think it was funny or are they like That's i not mean cool? some of like the the hardened road people on the bus were like welcome to the club and then like the other comics were like this is fucking gross dude don't tell me that like where do, where on the bus did you do that i don't want to stand near it today <laughs> but I did it fucking, I think you I took a
1: shit in a bag.
0: Yeah. I put it in the trash can. Why wouldn't know? the driver stop for you? Because you're like on a tight schedule. We're in the middle of nowhere. Like there's no bathrooms to stop at. I really stopping had to go. So You could shit outside. On the side of the road. I don't know, man. Maybe there's like a union rule that like bus drivers can't. Seems like that bus driver is an asshole to me. Dude, his name was Andre. He was tidy whistled after everything he said. He told us like life hacks on the bus. Like you turn a Frisbee upside down and it becomes a fruit bowl and you put the fruit inside of it and he would be like, you guys get a Frisbee like every fucking day. And then me and Amir got him a Frisbee and wrapped it up and gave it to him and he was so stoked.
1: Were you, and you were the only comedian that did every show, right? Um,
0: and Eli Olsberg.
1: You and Eli Elsberg did Ilotte, every show, yeah.
0: And how how did the crowds like him? I mean, they they loved him. You know, like he found a way to really connect to like you know, fourteen year old who kids did, and eyeliner. Who
1: connected the least. I'm not saying they're a bad comic, but who didn't appeal to fourteen year old kids?
0: Um, I mean, I don't that just struggle. I mean, I don't want to put it, throw anyone under the bus on that, yeah. but like, okay, is
1: there anyone that murdered for fourteen year old kids?
0: I mean, I think, like, I definitely think I, I found a groove and, like, a way to do it. And, uh, like, you know, I wasn't necessarily doing, like, my act. But I was, like, you know, just right. being funny and being wild for 20 minutes. Um, but, you know, I did, like, we did 45 shows or some shit. So, like, you figure it out. Do you ever do the teen tours at the Hollywood Improv? Oh, yeah. One time
1: I did a teen tour and I bombed so hard that I immediately went and got a haircut
0: after One time I bombed so hard I bought a PlayStation 3 and the Batman game so I could play it for like two days straight and then I never touched it again. (laughs) Do you still have it? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I've never touched it. Sell it on eBay. I don't know. There you go. I'm a hoarder. So, I even Dude, I money. did a teen tour in Brea this last year. I didn't know they did in Brea. The new Brea Improv. Dude, 500 fucking kids. Oh my God. Sold out to the fucking brim. Holy shit. I have never bombed harder so, in that my life. That's so scary. Never bombed. I just couldn't get these kids. They wouldn't laugh at yeah. shit. They didn't give a fuck about anything. It's they were just too loud. Dark. There was nobody policing them. There was no like adult with their like crew to be like, shut the fuck up. And I just like bombed. And I just started talking about how I'm bombing. Like, what can you do? Like crowd work didn't work. Like little fucking parlor tricks weren't working. But then finally, like I get off stage, I go like, well, I'm really excited to see what you guys do for this next comic. And I brought her on and then she bombed. And then the fucking next comic bombed again. And, but at the end he still tried to sell his fucking merch. He goes, I got Hilarious. DVDs for sale. Flash forward. I'm not at the Bray Improv for like another like month and a half. I come back and somebody's like, Oh, way better than the last time you we were here. I go, what do you mean? He goes, like, that video. I go, you guys filmed it? He goes, we've been passing it around, dude.
1: No way. They just, they're like most epic bomb.
0: I mean, it wasn't like I was bombing. It was just like they weren't, I mean, I guess it is bombing, but they weren't like giving it up. You know what I mean? They weren't like booing. They just weren't paying attention. Yeah, they were just And silent. I couldn't fucking get them.
1: Yeah, I bombed really hard. And then the next year they asked me to do it again. And I was terrified, but I want—I was like, I need to do it again. And I murdered
0: yeah. I find if you just like, I found that they've been great. That was the only bad experience I had, but at the probably like the 10 other ones I've done were like, that was good. Yeah. Fine. I guess, yeah. I got, a, I got the bad one. The weird ones are like the Rose bowl games at the improv. Like, so before the Rose bowl players, oh, it's all football players. Yeah. They have like a game and that's always like fun or a, a show. Those are hard or easy. Those are like wild, you know? Cause you just, I like would find like one person's name and talk about them, but I don't know shit about football. Do you have any problems or issues in your life I can help you with? I mean, I do. I have a lot. I think um, hit
1: me with one. I'm an expert on everything.
0: I think one of my biggest problems I'm going through right now that my girlfriend tells me is that I'm like too sensitive. But I don't know if I'm too sensitive or she is just um, mean. Not mean, but just like calloused to certain things. To like, just shit affects us differently. I guess an example. Um, I mean, I don't want to like put this fucking out there in the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just don't post this part, this deep part on like Instagram or some shit where she'll see it. She's never going to listen to a podcast, but like,
1: I'll just post it on regular iTunes and YouTube.
0: It's just like, um, I just think like, so this weekend we were like fighting real bad, you know Uh what I mean? And then finally we like had started to talk about it and get, get to like a good place. or or at least I was, you know what I mean? Like I started feeling like we're getting a little breakthrough and she just is like, I gotta go. I'm, I got, I'm at West Elm. I gotta go. I just got to West Elm. My friend's (laughs) waiting for me. She's like, do you care if I call you back later? I go, yeah. just like, I think we should just finish this for like five more minutes and and figure it out. She's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. And I was like, what the fuck?
1: The West Elm part, I was on your side, but then when you said she had a friend waiting for her, I think she's got to go meet that friend and call you back later.
0: You don't think the friend can wait for five minutes in a fucking store? It's like, you ever, you
1: ever been with that person and they're always on the phone with their significant
0: other? I mean,
1: you're not that person, but,
0: but I mean, I'm a comedian and I feel like we're all on our phones all the fucking time. True. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm on my phone, I'm just like, hold on. You're like more than capable of being able to occupy your time for a few minutes. You're right.
1: And it wouldn't have been a big deal, but i don't know for me they're just me like if i'm with someone i'm not gonna fight with a girl when i'm with that person i'm like okay i'm gonna put the fight on hold no we weren't fighting result.
0: we weren't fighting at the time we were like patching like getting through it you know
1: yeah i'd get through it with i would girl definitely later. never fight
0: in like a public place like if, me, if i'm like hold on i'm like what the fuck? Blah, 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 blah. i've seen it though i like it. i love watching like a public fight between people right it's yeah, so but it's good. also
1: it's good, but it's also embarrassing and then you think less of the people who you watch
0: fight. You go, wow, look at them. You ever notice there's like a boyfriend fight stance? What is that? like I feel like when there's a girl yelling at a guy, like his natural position is like you gotta stand up, he's like like his arms go back like this, he's like, What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> you ever notice that? I get position, it. It's like you your face gets close, but you want your body far away in case they hit you. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Has
1: a girl ever hit you before?
0: Um, I don't think so. Not for real, right? No.
1: I had a girl slap me in the face once. Really? Yeah. We were fighting, and I was 19. Yeah, 19. And I was just, you know, I just say shit. I was just a dumb idiot. And I said, if a girl hit me, I would hit her back. That's what I said. And I don't know if... I don't even think I meant it, but I just like wanted to. I was arguing for the sake of arguing, saying sh- I was just saying shit I was like, yeah, she hit me. So she she's ready to get hit back. I would do it. And she's like, you would. So you're saying if I hit you, you would hit me back. And I'm go, yeah. And then she tested me and she hit me and I didn't her back.
0: Good. You'd be in jail or some shit, you know, I, I guess. Th- I don't think you should ever hit a woman. I don't know. Maybe I'm old school like that, or maybe I'm just scared because I feel like I could get beat up by anybody.
1: But it's just like, part of me thinks you shouldn't hit a woman, but then part of me is like, no one should hit anyone. And if she hits me, shouldn't I have the right to defend myself?
0: I don't know. That's how I thought.
1: I don't think I would. Well, I've proven that I won't actually act on that. I'm not going to hit a girl. But in my mind, I think I'd like to be able to.
0: I mean, fight for equal rights. You know, write your congressman. Let him know that I'm that's saying. how you feel. That's definitely like on par with your brand. I'm, I'm just saying. saying, hit
1: back. I'm not saying hit. I don't like. I said I'm not a violent person. I don't hit people. But if someone hits me, I should be able to hit them back. Doesn't matter who the person is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think this goes with like your other train <laughs> of like logic, you know. And if this is what you want to do, like that should be your 2019 goals. Like make that a rule.
1: Try and get in a fight with a girl and hit yeah. her back.
0: Or at least put a sign on your apartment door like that lets them know what they're getting into like once entering this premises if you are to hit me i have every right to hit you back and then yeah. if you do it be like well it's the sign set on the door you know you knew what you were getting into right. when you came here but
1: so she hit me i didn't hit her back but i started to cry and it wasn't out of pain from being hit i was just so hurt that she would hit me oh so it was like an embarrassed
0: cry or just like
1: no i was just like it was sad like i was just hurt because i you know we were in love and Oh, you hit someone you love. Like I felt, I don't want to say abused. She never abused me or anything. That was the one and only time she ever hit me. And we were in a big fight about hitting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know. I was just like, did you let her know that hurt you that the person I love would hit me?
0: But did you specify that like, yo, I'm not crying because this hurts. I'm crying because like it hurts inside, not outside. I think
1: she knew. I, I don't think I specified it, but I think she knew. Cause it wasn't like immediately like, ow, that hurt. And I'm crying. I was just kind of like left the room and
0: cried okay well i mean you know you just told this story and now it's out there for everybody to know and do you
1: think it makes me sound kind of like a a little bitch
0: no because i mean fucking girls will make dudes cry I yeah know. i cry
1: girls have made me cry
0: they make you cry like i'm not ashamed i'm in the cry gang you know like it just happens i'm, I'm a crier I fucking shed a tear the other day, you know? I shed a tear at an episode of Property Brothers. Like, this family was so happy their bathroom had marble. Like, it fucking touched me on a different level.
1: What, have you guys ever thought about, uh, have you ever written her a poem?
0: No. I don't think I've written a poem since I was there in There you go. I think that's school. what's missing. What kind of poem? Like a haiku? Too much counting for me. I'm not No, good at I'm math. not going
1: to put a rule on the poem, but yeah, there's... Haiku poems, they're the acronym.
0: Hacky Rosie, f- where I just spell her name out letter by letter. Yeah. K right is on. for cool. Yeah. K E W L, like internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, i never done that. I like painted her pictures and made her things. And
1: so that's sweet. And, and I think that's good that you painted her pictures and made her thing. Yeah. You've got to write her a poem.
0: I don't know about a poem, dude.
1: I think it could fix the entire relationship. But I think
0: that's the type of shit that I think I want from her. You know what I mean? Like, am I the bitch? Like, if she wrote me a poem, like I would, I would cry. I would fucking drop down and be like, "Oh my god, she knows." So how you're to the write. romantic one. You oh, want her
1: to be a little bit more romantic, for
0: sure. I'm the romantic one. Wow, for sure.
1: Do you believe in God?
0: Mm, I believe in something.
1: I've been saying "God bless" a lot.
0: It's like a rap thing, like God. No, bless. No, just when
1: I say bye to people, I say "Have a great day." God bless.
0: You know what I said to someone the other night, and I don't know why. I patted my chest and I went much love <laughs> like where did I'm i sorry. why would i do that
1: much love uh what's his name Josh i feel like Meyerowitz? autistic thunder told yeah. me that yeah, shit Josh and Meyerowitz. i like subconsciously autistic picked
0: thunder. it up i go much love i'm like i said it to them and then i went the dude I there
1: guess? you go even autistic people can be trendsetters i mean i They're think cool i'm enough. a little
0: bit autistic
1: i think could be no I, th- I don't think you are i think i'm on the spectrum why? somewhere.
0: I just have, like, bad social anxiety, and I think that, like, groups of people kind of fuck with me, and I just, like, I don't know. I think to be in this business, like, you got to have something, something, like, isn't programmed right in us. Or maybe
1: something happened to us. Yeah. We molested as a child.
0: I mean, Almost? (laughs) Almost. Almost.
1: (laughs) How do you almost get molested?
0: So I was in fifth grade and I had this babysitter that was in eighth grade and I didn't know what gay was, but like I knew what gay was, you know, and I knew this kid was that. And so, wait, what do you mean you didn't know what it was? I mean, like I didn't necessarily know about like homosexuality and people having this, but like I knew this dude, like probably like guys. Okay. You know, so I'm in fifth grade, like I just like Power Rangers and fucking Kenan and Kel and I'm just living my life and my mom has to go out. So she gets this eighth grade kid to babysit me.
1: And he's a gay kid. Yeah. Okay. And so then, you have an eighth grade gay babysitter and you are six years old? Fifth grade. Fifth grade. So yeah. you're, I don't even know how old you are there. Ten? Like ten. Ten, okay.
0: So she leaves and he's in my living room and he, he like pitches this tent. Like, not like a boner, but like he like pitches a real a tent. A real tent, yeah. And he's like, come on in here.
1: Pretty handy for a gay guy.
0: Yeah, it was a pop tent. My mom got it at Ross. It was okay. like easy. Pop tent. And so he gets me in the tent and he starts like tickling my arm, and it's like, I'm a little kid. I go like, that feels good, I guess. Like, is this normal? Like I'm an only child. I don't have like a brother. Like, I don't know, you know? And then, so he starts like, like telling me like about his, his dick and like his penis. And do I know about like jacking off and do I want to see it? And I go like, nah, dude, like, no. And so I left and I started playing Nintendo. So my mom came home and she starts telling me like, how was it? Like, I had a good time. Did you have a good time? Do you like him as a babysitter? I go, no, mom. Like he was like, kept talking to me about like his willy. Cause that's what she called penises. Willies. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, I don't believe you. Like, I don't think that's real. I go, he wanted to see mine. He wanted me to touch his like, and she's like, I don't believe you. Like, why are you making stories up Grant? Like you're too wild. And I go, I swear to God. And so she went to the kitchen and she pulled out like a big ass butcher knife from the block and she gave it to me. And she's like, if he ever does that again, then you know what to do. How about you just get me a new babysitter? How about you just don't, you know what I mean? Like, take me with you next time.
1: Maybe he was like, really, maybe he liked you so much. He's like, I'll babysit him for free. And she was trying to save a buck.
0: He was a fat dude with a fucking, like, kind of a mullet. Like, kind of like a red-headed mullet. This
1: was in Orange County?
0: This was in San Diego.
1: This is in San Diego. Spring Valley. So, they're everywhere.
0: And he had a real common name. I tried to hit him up, like, look for him on Facebook. But there's a lot of them. And I didn't want to just message the wrong person and be like, Yo, did you try to, like, do you think touch it, my dick? Yeah,
1: do you think if we found him now... He
0: would apologize. What do you think? Do you think he's still doing that shit? What do you think? I hope to God he's not still doing that. You know, that's not that crazy of an age difference. I guess fifth grade to eighth grade. You know, right. what I mean? it's three
1: years. But it is at the same time when you're younger, the different. You know, a few years matters more. Yeah. Like Now, how old are you? Thirty. Thirty. So now a twenty-seven-year-old wouldn't feel that much younger to you. Yeah. But when you're seven, a four-year-old is really young. I don't know, man. I and hope he's 10, not. A 13-year-old is really old. But I hope, you
0: know, maybe he, like, really was honest with himself and, like, was able to, like, come out and live, like, a fulfilling yeah, life. Yeah,
1: maybe when he came out of the closet. He Dude,
0: I actually think, I think his fucking parents worked at the cemetery or his dad was, like, something to do with the cemetery and he worked there, too. Like, later on in life, I remember he, he was working, like, I don't know if he was, like, digging holes. As a cemetery. Yeah. Well, oh, maybe he's a maybe necrophiliac. He like, a, a gardener.
1: Maybe he had dug up dead bodies and had sex with them.
0: Dude, I don't know. That's, like, too crunchy. I wonder what kind of speed.
1: people, how that even develops. Necrophilia?
0: I think you just probably have, like, a fixation with zombies when you're a kid. And Someone you,
1: who really likes zombies.
0: Yeah. and then you Zombies just, are so
1: cool. They're not that cool, dude. Well,
0: because I was, you know what I watched last night? Tiny Toon Adventures. It's a cartoon. It's on Netflix. And I watched okay. it, and I remember, like, seeing it. And I go, oh, my God. Like, I used to think that the pink bunny girl was, like, cute when I was a kid. But I didn't grow up to, like, you know, want to fuck people in rabbit suits which is a different or rabbits for that or rabbits yeah yeah but like people maybe you just can't turn it off and you see the zombie posters and you're just like damn look at them zombie tits
1: but what about necrophilia 100 years ago how did that develop
0: probably because they said it like got rid of your headaches or something like (laughs) you know yeah Yeah, they they didn't know anything they're like you have to fuck a dead body to get rid of maybe it's
1: not as common as people think it is too
0: necrophilia
1: yeah i wonder how common necrophilia
0: well i mean personally like
1: I've never met someone who's a necrophiliac.
0: I haven't either. But I knew a girl that posed in a magazine called Girls and Corpses magazine. But I don't know if they're real corpses, but I saw one of the pictures and it wasn't good.
1: It was like disgusting as it sounds?
0: It was like, you know, like those hot rod magazines with like chicks in bikinis and hot rods. It was like that, but with like, it looked like a fucking mummy of Ramses the second.
1: And they were naked, fully naked.
0: No, I think she had like a bikini on.
1: That is bizarre. Yeah. Maybe it is a thing, man.
0: I don't know. I couldn't get into that. Like, my fetish is yeah, like... Yeah, I couldn't either. I've been watching weird porn lately. What? Like, po- romantic porn where you could tell a couple cares about each other.
1: How could you tell? I don't know. It's just like it's it a says real in couple? the caption. So, is it a...
0: No, it's like amateur? well shot. Oh, well shot. Like some okay. Netherlands so type So, it's still shit. acting, though. Yeah, but they look like they care. You right. know what I mean? Just, it's not just like fucking pounding her.
1: Or it's... Oh, okay. So it's it's central love making. Yeah, I've been watching that and a lot. And it's bit. another language so you can't tell how bad the acting is, maybe.
0: Well, I don't know if there is any words. You know, I don't know if they're saying anything except oh, oh, oh or no, no, no. You're such a sweetheart. I don't it's just what I am at now. I used to watch some crazy shit. You ever seen pregnant porn? That'll fuck you up. Nah. No. Dude, I mean you think you're watching just for like I mean i I know it exists, but Well, you think you're watching it just to see what it's like and then you end up just like you're done like and it? you're like, What did I do?
1: Hmm. I wonder if anyone's ever been shooting pregnant porn And like goes into labor mid porn
0: I don't know Don't you think there's gotta be like a rule Like you can't have sex a week before Or I don't know
1: I don't know I haven't been through that phase of life yet Where I'm dating a pregnant chick Or I'm having a baby
0: I could see This is what I could see for you Like yeah. you've, you start dating a pregnant chick Right Cause like maybe you get into that You like it And then when she's about <laughs> to have the baby You break up with her
1: because I don't want a baby? Yeah. That's so mean. No, but I wouldn't. I, First of all, I don't see myself being attracted to pregnant chicks, mm-hmm. specifically. And then I also don't want a baby.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why you leave, because you're like, oh, but I not But that'd be
1: too mean. What about, do you see yourself having kids ever?
0: I mean, I could barely take care of myself right now. So not right now. I mean, not Maybe th- we'll talk so. at 35. I mean, maybe like 45. And like I would like adopt like... A ki- like a like a kid with some miles on it Like maybe like a six year old You'll adopt Yeah
1: That's cool That's noble There's a lot of kids that need adoption out there
0: I mean I don't fucking know I
1: don't know That's so much responsibility At this point in my life I don't I'm never gonna I'm one of those proponents of never say never so I'm not gonna say I never want kids But at this point in my life I don't see myself ever wanting kids
0: What if you get a Tijuana prostitute pregnant? Hmm uh, I what, mean what First would off you I wear condoms okay. The
1: times I've done it
0: They poke a hole in it because so they know you're Jewish. How do they how somebody. do they even
1: get a hold? I wouldn't even find out because I never I'm
0: not in contact with any of those girls. They recognize you from the podcast, dude. They're <laughs> fans, they listen.
1: <laughs> they know English. They listen to my podcast. They set out a plan. They make it happen. Then you know what? I would go visit that. I would go visit them a lot.
0: You'd have a little chancho named Francisco yeah. in Tijuana and you would go down there. I would go down there and buy him I'd, some clothes. I would I would ropa. keep him
1: in Mexico. Uh, I'd still want it to be separate. I would just have two
0: lives. So you wouldn't let them get citizenship over here? You'd keep them down there? It's tough, man.
1: No, I guess I'd want them to be a citizen, but then I'd still have them go live in Mexico. I'd have them dual citizen, and I'd have them live in Mexico because that way I could afford to make sure they have nice lives. If they moved up here with me, they would, we'd be in a tiny apartment. They wouldn't be happy, but I'd go visit every other week. I'd be sending him money.
0: Mexico's wild, dude. My homie's brother got deported and he lives in Mexico and he's been trying to pull like this little scam. We think, you know, like his girlfriend was reaching out to us saying he's been missing for a while and we don't know where he is. Like, we don't know. And another time he's kind of tried to pull some shit where he's like, my hand got cut off by like the cartel. Like, I need money, please. So
1: like a Mexican GoFundMe.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that's just where you like hit up people and ask for money. Have you sent money. money? I haven't, but my friend, you know, it's his brother. So he has. And uh, then, like, he saw him a couple months later. He's like, yo, you got both hands. Like, what? I thought you said your shit got cut off. Like, I knew you were typing too quick. But, (laughs) like, it's just the Wild West down there. So right now he's been, like, MIA, you know, but we've heard through, like, other third parties that, like, people see him. So I think it's, like, a scam just to get money.
1: And you owe them $19,000 for your knee. I don't know if I should be talking about that on here. No,
0: you have to. Why do you owe Mexico $19,000? Dude, because I got fucked up in a scooter accident and my fucking knee. I got in a scooter accident in Mexico. I was performing on a cruise ship. I had one day off. I was with another comic, Amir K, and like rented scooters. I fucking eat shit. I had a girl on the back of my scooter. How's she? She got fucked up too. As bad as you? She got like 15 stitches across her knee. Damn. And then so. Does she hate you now? I mean, we just don't. I don't talk to her. I don't know
1: damn bad
0: relationship bad time in my life but was that
1: was that a girl you were seeing at the time
0: it was kind of yeah and like it was just really bad and we i was performing on the vans warp tour cruise so you know we things had been good before that and i told her like oh i'm doing this cruise do you want to do it and or go with me and she was like yeah and then you know a couple months later like i just we just i just didn't like her anymore and i was like she was like but i already bought my plane ticket like i want to go please please please." oh so it was already kind of and i was like fuck dude like i don't know like i'll just pay you back for your ticket like i don't want you know it's like weird but then she came and uh she's on the back of the scooter and i just had no brakes and i tried to put my feet down to stop and i just ate shit and fell and my kneecap fucking came off and uh i was think
1: you were gonna die
0: No, I didn't even know anything happened to me. I'm, like, standing up. Like, I'm worried about her. She's, like, gushing blood. She's on the ground. And then, like, everybody looks over at me and is, like, fuck her. Like, look at you. And I look down and just my kneecap is, like, gone. It's, like, open. I look like Walking Dead, you know? I look like part zombie. Damn. And uh, we had no service. There was, like, nobody to help us. Luckily, these girls came by and, like, put a towel and put, like, fucking belts Mexican and made, girls? like, a tourniquet. No, white girls from Australia. Okay. Australian girls. And, uh...
1: Love Australian girls.
0: And then, so, like, I fucking hitchhiked in a taxi back to town. But this dude in the taxi had, like, another passenger. So I had to, like, go on this 45-minute fucking diversion before he took me to town. And then, like, I had no service. So I couldn't call anybody. And I'm just, like, waiting there. Then finally, like, I get a ride to the hospital... And I just had to wait like four hours because the doctors were at a soccer game, and then the-
1: Jesus, so like six hours after the incident.
0: Yeah, the cruise ship had left without me, like all my shit. And Amir's on the cruise. And Amir's back on the cruise, performing, having a good time. I'm fucking in this hospital, listening to this girl that like I don't really like, who's stuck next to me, like just crying in pain as they fucking stitch her up. And I'm just like, oh God. Oh my
1: God. Talking about a Mexican. But ho-ho. I
0: ha- But I had to have like surgery, you know, I wasn't just stitches. So they just left me there, you know? And there was a little TV and I was watching Gladiator in Spanish.
1: They didn't put you to sleep for the
0: surgery. They did, but like yeah. the doctors were out of we're playing fucking soccer. Right. So I'm just like alone, you know. There was a parrot in the hospital just like walking around on the ground, like it was like their friend. It was shady as fuck. Then I'm in there two hours and another kid comes in who's is fucked up off a scooter. This, like, black dude from Austin. Dude, a lot
1: of scooter accidents, It's huh? bad, dude. Because the roads there are really rough, too, right? The
0: scooters are rough. They're, like, but bad. They're, but
1: also the roads. Like, they're not smooth roads in Mexico. I There's mean, a lot the, of potholes. There's.
0: Yeah, but I definitely think it was just, like, the shitty scooters, you know? Like, just, like, not maintained. Yeah. And so they fucking do it. Then I had to spend five days in the hospital. And it was really fucked because like the week before I was in Montana at Big Sky and I just like lost my fucking credit card. So I was just paying everything with like debit. So when I got off the boat and they were like, and I don't have insurance. So they're like, uh, how do you want to pay for this? You had no health American health insurance? I mean, I had like Obamacare, but they didn't take it down there. Right. So they just drained everything out of my fucking checking account. Everything out of it, like every day they fuck me up and like make make me sign stuff. Like before they would do something to me, they go, "Well, we got to change your bandages, or, or we got to do an X-ray, but we can't do it until you sign this." And and so I didn't know what I was like getting into, you know? I'm just right, like you're like going to be blindly. cheaper in Mexico. Yeah, and then so at the end they hit me, fucking my bill was thirty six thousand dollars or thirty three thousand dollars. So how much
1: did they drain out of your checking?
0: Like eleven or twelve thousand.
1: Holy shit. You spent eleven or twelve thousand falling off that scooter.
0: Yeah. And the scooter was only Damn. twenty bucks to rent.
1: Right. So you still got robbed. Yeah. Already. And then and you know, you'll have nineteen thousand left.
0: And people are like, You need to sue the fucking scooter company, and I go for what? The scooter? Like what am I? this? Yeah, dude was Mexican just some dude. scooter company. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're not gonna no, you're not gonna get shit doing that.
0: So they gave me thirty stitches across my knee. It's all fucked up. I could didn't walk for two months. That's when I really started to get like fat and like bad. Because I before I got on the plane, uh, this lady felt really bad for me because I just looked like I was in pain, and she comes up and she goes, "Oh, what kind of pain pills did they give you?" And I was like, "Oh, they gave me tramadol." And she goes, "You know, you can buy that right here at the gift shop." And I go, "What?" (laughs) It's
1: like Tylenol, basically.
0: I don't know what it is, but I know I've over-the-counter pain pill though. Yeah, but you could also buy Vicodin there. Oh, in Mexico. In Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So I bought an extra two hundred and fifty, and the doctor had only given me like thirty, you know. So, I had so much more than I was supposed to have. And then, in those two months that I was laid up, I was just like on pain pills, on pain pills, and drinking a little. And I just wasn't happy. I got real depressed, real fat, grew a mustache. And then, once as soon as I learned to walk, I was like, I got to get my life together. And then now I'm doing podcasts in a garage, dog.
1: It's all happening. It's happening for Let's me. Let's take some calls. All right. Let's take some calls and give advice. Dude, that's a crazy story, though.
0: It's just, like, fucked up, you know? I feel bad, and, like, now I just don't answer any fucking call I don't recognize because I, th- I assume it's a creditor. Someone, someone called my grandma's house. I don't know if this is connected or not. And we're, like, fucking punking her for money. And my grandma's 94. She's old as fuck. She was scared shitless. She thought I was in jail. Like, he's going to jail. We're going to arrest him. Like, you need to get in a car. Like, get money and do this. And I'm like, I don't, I, I, I don't know if it's related or not, but I don't know yeah, why anyone no. on earth would, one, know who my grandma is, know what her phone number is.
1: You know how I think Grant healed so fast from his little scooter injury in Mexico? From taking daily vitamins. Today's episode is brought to you by Care Of. Care Of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices and takes only five minutes to find out your personal scientifically-backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. Your personalized Care Of subscription box gets sent right to your door every month with personalized daily packs great for a busy, on-the-go lifestyle. 90% 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. Find out where you're lacking with Careof's online quiz and get back on track to reaching your health goals. Give yourself an extra boost this season. Whether you're looking for more energy, better sleep, to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest. I've been taking Care/of vitamins now for the last few weeks, and I love it. It makes it easy for me to not forget and... And I've really felt better about myself. It makes me feel like I'm making my parents happy. And I recommend that you get it. To get care of, for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter unlicensedtherapy50. That's takecareof.com and then enter unlicensedtherapy50. Okay, this is a call from Jesse Masoudi. Jesse Massoudi.
0: Hi, I recently had to put my cat to sleep and I'm having a really difficult time finding a way to accept the decision I made. She was really sick and was having a lot of difficulties. So I know it was the right thing, but I just can't get rid of the guilt from making the decision.
1: So she feels guilty for putting her cat to sleep
0: um i mean i don't think you should feel guilty because obviously like a vet or a doctor told you to do it because i don't think you just take a cat into the doctor and be like i'm tired of this thing can you put it to sleep
1: yeah did you put it to sleep yourself or did you just sign the thing to put your cat to sleep yeah that's That's got to be a hard
0: thing i mean i had to do that shit with my mom i did that with a person i got over it
1: you were the one that made the decision to put your mom to pull the plug on your mom
0: to put her to sleep yeah
1: wait they put your mom to sleep
0: no i mean that's just a nice way of saying pull them, the plug right? yeah pull the plug
1: yeah just stop take her off life support is that yeah. what it was mm-hmm. how many days was she
0: 35
1: was she in a coma
0: she's in the icu yeah she's fucked up damn there you go
1: there you go jesse you that ain't nothing <laughs> yeah but it's still
0: a cat Gosh, your mom though your mom but like a cat only like gives you love like moms can like
1: cats kinda, do not cats are mean
0: i don't know i got a cat i like them
1: he gives you love
0: when he wants to.
1: Exactly.
0: He's very finicky. But your mom
1: always gives you love, even when she's mad at you. She loves you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess. I don't
1: know. I think that I think that answered this call perfectly. It's like at least it wasn't your mom. It's a cat. Yeah, true. I'm that. sorry. I don't want to be insensitive. I know, like people lose dogs and cats, and the ruins are weak, and they cry. And I've cried from lost pets too, but.
0: You can get another cat.
1: But it's like, it's not the same. In my opinion, I don't think you should be comparing a lost cat to. I
0: I saw a guy giving away kittens at the Grove the other day. He had a box of cats in front of the Umami Burger and was like trying to sell them for 20 bucks each. There was like a tabby cat. There was a black and white cat. There was a gray cat. You didn't want one though? No, I didn't have any cash.
1: There's a cat call. So there you go, Jesse. Just be happy it was your mom. Also, it's like. I don't know, man. It's like the cat was sick. It's in a better place now.
0: Yeah. How old was it?
1: They, they, it, like you said, they're not going to just tell you to put a cat to sleep for no reason.
0: If they do, you they're a up. suspect ass. Yeah. They're putting it out of misery.
1: Asses. One time I made a fake post on Craigslist and I said that uh, the vet wanted $500 to put my cat down. Our Is there anyone that could do it for cheaper? And people hit you up. And I got creeps, dude, responding off Craigslist. And oh, and I said attach a picture of yourself and how you would do it. So I just had all these creeps. That'd be a good way to catch killers probably. A good way to meet a woman. Yeah, but oh, but so it wasn't a real cat. I was I made up the thing just for a weird Craigslist post. But this girl from my high school deleted me on Facebook and blocked me cuz I offended her so much with that fake post.
0: You don't need her anyways, dead weight. Yeah,
1: so this this online hate isn't anything new in my life. Let's take one from Mark Hiretha. Mark Harrietha. I just,
0: I don't know what to do. You know, when we first started hanging out, it, you know, it only seemed to happen on the weekends. Like, you know, once or twice a week. Then it got to every day. And then it started happening when we were at work. On his breaks, on lunch. It just, it's totally taken over his life. His friends see it, his family sees it.
1: I get it that the song's catchy, but you, you don't have to catch them
0: all. I, you, you can stop playing Pokemon once God in a while. God damn it.
1: I mean, God his wife called me it. the other day. And got me. He got us.
0: Why is why did he sound so sensual when he was talking about that? Why does it sound like a fucking meditation tape? You got us, tape?
1: Mark. You don't have to. There's the
0: Pokemon song. Yeah. Ash Ketchum. I fucking know. Fuck you, Mark. Fuck you, Mark. If you're out there playing
1: Pokemon Go, I hope you get hit by a car. That's right. Okay, we're going to do one more since that one wasn't real. Rachel Ramos.
0: Hi, I'm Rachel Ramos, and the thing I struggle with the most has to be my eating habits. I do not eat healthy at all. I've been trying and trying and trying to eat more vegetables and fruits and incorporate them in my diet. But to be honest, the only vegetable in my life right now is french fries, sadly enough. um, I would really, really like to just eat healthier, try to get on a diet and to stick to it. Even though it's tough, I just... That is one of my goals because I want to have more energy in my life right now. I'm very lethargic and I just I want more energy. I want a healthier lifestyle and a healthier body. She sounds like Winona Ryder a little bit. I struggle with that exact same thing as this girl. I mean, it's just called, french fries are so much better than any other vegetable yeah, out there. Of you should try something called the whole 30 diet because you just don't eat sugar, but you can eat as many potatoes as you want. and It's fucking good. Kevin Smith survived a heart attack by only eating potatoes for 14 days. Straight up just boiled potatoes for That's 14 years. That's good for days. your heart. I mean, it worked for him. He got skinny and he looks kind of weird, but I still like him.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a common thing. Uh, f- humans, and especially with all the cheap fast food around and... Delicious treats that exist in the in the world. It's just discipline really. I mean you, I struggle with it too.
0: You could go to McDonald's and for like four bucks get a hamburger fries and a soda. Yeah. Or you can go to Whole Foods and buy one and a half organic apples.
1: Or Mendocino Farms where we ate today lunch. I spent twenty dollars on that meal.
0: I had a sixteen dollar sandwich.
1: Yeah. So it's like I get it. I get the appeal of fast food. It's delicious. It's quick. It's convenient.
0: But I just think you're you know, your your problem's not not crazy you're out there with everybody find a i way mean it's to not healthier. a unique
1: problem I'll, it's a real problem because i but here's here's something that helps me is um when you're home alone or even not alone walk around naked and sh- or shirtless because you keep looking at yourself and you get disgusted with yourself and it's really good motivation to what buy better food yeah to eat healthier and exercise more if you walk around without a shirt on you're gonna be looking down, and you're like, damn. And then when it's, when you get hungry, you're gonna look at yourself and you go, "I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a salad." If you walk around covering it up with the shirt, you're gonna forget.
0: Okay. So you are you change. telling me when I go to the beach and I see like just a r- really fat guy in a speedo that like he's just trying to? I
1: get. I bet you, fat guys in speedos feel feel the fattest when. They're at the beach.
0: I don't think they care. I think the Speedo takes that away from you. I think you get kind of empowered by it.
1: Maybe it also depends on how long you've been fat. If it's been a like some people I'm sure how
0: how dope your tan is, because if you're pale in a Speedo and fucked up like, yeah, but if you've got like a nice crisp, like base coat, couple layers of tan over it, you're probably feeling pretty confident.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of factors there, too. So I think, yeah, that's my my advice Besides obviously get disciplined, wake up in the morning, be healthy, exercise. That's the other thing too. If you get into an exercise regimen, then you feel even guiltier for eating unhealthy because you're like, Shit, I've just wasted all that exercise by eating healthy. So it motivates. you know, you do one thing and you're like, Well now I want to take it to that next thing. But yeah, walk around naked and you'll be good to go. Or, um here's another thing, get rejected by people. Go up to a guy out of your league or a girl, whatever you're into ask them out and then when they ghost you or don't respond or reject you in whatever way they do, you go, you're going to think, Hmm, maybe if I had a that better diet, they would have been more accepting.
0: I feel like that's where all your power comes from is rejection. Like the Tinder girls, the Bumble, the like random girls on the street, like the, i feel like you have like a good ratio of like yeses but then the nos are what kind of just like keeps me going like for every no you get three yeses you know like you try to just power through it and get more
1: i don't know if that's where my power comes from but i will say it's when it comes to dating it can be a number it feels like it's a numbers game for me
0: okay like
1: go with five girls how many of those girls are you going to connect with
0: What, what is your like Tinder strategy? Are you hitting yes on everybody? I'm,
1: I honestly am not active on online dating. I have them installed on my phone. I'm not going to say I've never done it, but I don't have a strategy. I don't get a lot of dates from Tinder. I do much better in person.
0: Has the buzz worn down from Tinder? Like are people still doing that?
1: People are definitely on it, but it's also worn down. There's competition now in LA. There's Raya, there's Bumble, there's Tinder, there's hinge. There's competitors, and I'm not I'm not good at any of them. I have them, but I can't remember the last internet date I went on.
0: What was the last real date you met on? Like you met a girl in real life and asked her out?
1: Uh, I went on a date with a girl from college earlier a few months ago, and she. It's weird. She we haven't gone out again. I was I thought it was a good date. We kissed at the end. Ooh. And she responds to everything when I if I ask her out again, but, but she like put it off like oh yeah this week she's I'm canceled busy, a couple times this. she's claims to be like insanely busy and I get it, I'm busy too but but if, if you want you to like see someone, someone yeah, yeah you, you, make you find it happen. yeah you make it happen does she live in so, L.A. She lives in like Manhattan
0: Beach. Oh, I mean, I don't know, because that shit's a mission. Oh, wait, it's
1: Manhattan? It's like, yeah. Yeah, like but Redonda. I mean, going to the
0: west side from here is a fucking jam up. Like I've I would drive up, there, though. I've broken up with girls because they live there.
1: Yeah, but I would drive there This year, But, yeah, so I guess she's just not as into it as I am. Like, I, I believe her, but I'm also, yeah, it's like if you want to see someone.
0: One time, time I had this girl it. cutting my hair who was, like, real, like, ugly. Like, she was, like, gnarly, like, hipster, punk rocker, like, so many piercings and shit. And What hair salon was it? It was one here in Hollywood. Yeah. And she's, like, cutting my hair. And she, like, asked, asked me out. No. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say it. Okay. And she fucking cuts my hair and she asked me out on a date. And I was, like, I had to say yes because I didn't want her to fuck up my haircut. You know? Cause it wasn't <laughs> oh, she asked yet. you mid-haircut. Yeah, like, we should totally hang out. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what do you say?
1: Mid-haircut? You're not going to be, like... I don't think that's a good idea. And then you just sit there while she continues to cut your hair. Yeah. like Man, that's.
0: I mean, I guess I could have said like I had a girlfriend, but she. Dude, if a guy did,
1: asked a girl out and made a haircut, they'd get in trouble.
0: Oh, for sure. Write a blog about it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it'd be blogged. They wouldn't get like full on me too, but then they'd I re- get a Facebook post. I
0: remember like she had texted me late, later and was like, uh, like, hey, what's up with this week? And I, I was like. Oh nothing. Like, what's your Instagram? I forgot what you look like, and then she never responded to me. <laughs> like, am I bad for that? To be like, give me, let me see. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I don't think, I don't think you're bad for it, but I could also see why it'd be a little insulting.
0: She was just too punk for me, you know, like too, too many piercings, like too much product. Like- no, I
1: get it. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with you not being attracted to the girl. Yeah. I'm saying asking for the Instagram, I could see being a little insulted. Like, what? Well, you don't remember what I look like?
0: I mean, I remember. I just wanted to like make sure. Yeah. You know, it's hard to forget that. It was scary. <laughs> uh, I don't know.
1: Thanks for coming on the podcast. Anything you want to promote?
0: Um, just myself, Grant Cotter. Follow me on Instagram at Grant Cotter. It's sad. I feel like everything I said on this podcast was sad.
1: I'm not a funny. I'm not really that funny off stage. Kind of like a.
0: Do you find that though? Like the people who like ch- trying to be funny off stage all the time, like it's are draining. I think certain people are good at it
1: and I could handle it. And then certain times it
0: it is basically if, if
1: if they're funny or not, that's really what it is. if someone's really funny off stage, that's cool if they're really funny.
0: But if they're kind of just cheesy and lame. Yeah, it doesn't work. I think the funniest people I knew grew, were people I grew knew growing up, like yeah. my friends growing up were funnier than like every fucking comic I know. <laughs> I don't know if it's just cuz you're a kid and like getting into shit but I had like wild fucking friends. Or you'll just meet people in life that definitely could have done comedy
1: if they wanted to. That are really funny people but that's not I don't know they're if they not could. damaged like us so they don't pursue don't
0: it. It definitely takes like a focus and like a ch- like you have to really just like hone in on it and like learn how to be funny in front of people. But I think that's so much different than just like being funny at a party.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Funny at a party is Everything, but still if someone's funny enough all the time at a party you go man if they tried to be funny on stage and put work into it i think they could do it
0: true but you ever see someone trying to be funny at a party but they're doing other people's bits like they've seen on tv that's different no you know that's, I mean? that's a different funny i and mean if you you could tell and you nobody tell. there knows but you're a comic and you know and you go you're doing fucking what's his name's bit you know
1: right or they're doing a scene from a movie yeah. or like a, a movie quote Bro, like that.
0: I fucking hate when people are trying to be funny by like doing movie quotes or saying oh, things yeah. for movies. Oh, you know yeah. What, I mean? like, just, what are you going to do? Milk the cat? Yeah. And they, then people are dying laughing. I'm like, okay. Someone
1: pretends to be Ron Burgundy for an entire party. Too much. You're just like, too much. Those are the people dude. we don't need.
0: Yeah. Those are the people that get me too would Or the people that do puns all the time. I mean, like, give me an example of a good pun. I don't
1: I'm not a pun guy, but sometimes I'll be at a party and this guy's just making puns like after each sentence too much. And I'm just like, it's too much energy. I can't
0: deal with parties, man. I like I don't like parties going to parties, like being around that many people. Like I try to find just like that. I stay eating. So my mouth is always full. So I don't have to talk to anybody or I'll go to the beer pong table,
1: play beer pong if they have it. I guess that was parties 10 years ago. Yeah, do I they still young. have beer pong now? Yeah, I guess I haven't been to a party in a long time. If you're 30 and playing
0: beer pong, like, shit's not going but good I for But I would.
1: I'd, I'd go to a party. Not I'm saying not to a college party, but I'll have beer pong at a party. That'd be cool. That's your vibe. You know man. what it is? Here's why beer pong goes away. You When you reach a certain age, you don't want to have a ping pong table taking up
0: half your living room. I mean, I'm too much of a germaphobe that, like, the cup of water is not going to do anything for me. Like, the ball has been rolling under the stove. Like, I'm not doing that. Plus, I don't want to drink beer. One time I tried to play beer pong sober. Like, they put water in my cups. Oh, and that's it was stupid. It was the dumbest thing ever because yeah, I just kept yeah. having to pee, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then I thought they were cheating, moving their cups while I was out peeing, just being, like, sad beer pong. Yeah, no, you can't have water
1: pong. That's not cool. I think it's... You play it in college, and then the only people who play it in their adult life are people who are rich enough to have a house at a young age.
0: I feel like people with abs, because there's like ping pong's like such like a shirtless kind of a thing, or beer pong. Like in the day, you gotta have abs. Fat people aren't playing beer pong. I guess. I mean, I in my head, when people are playing beer pong, like what do you picture? I picture college kids i mean i picture my home t-shirts huh my homie morgan just like playing fucking abs playing ping pong with his abs doing sit-ups when was the last time you had abs i'd never had abs you've never had abs never once not even when i was a kid i had abs in high school and college i've had the same body I've well parts of college okay from I, f- I could see you working out doing some crazy shit though
1: yeah i was in i was just
0: like you probably have a pull-up bar in your house huh like in a doorway you know that you've been in my do abs. you have it though yes okay but you've seen it I mean, maybe I saw it, but like that's just the vibe I get from you. And you just have a pull-up bar vibe. I mean, I don't have abs now, I'll say that much. I look like shit now. I mean, you could get them again easy. I don't know. Do steroids. I will. That would be a good experiment for you. Steroids? Just try it for like a month and see what's up. I'm not, nah. What for? What I know would I get from it? What w-
1: even if they worked to their best potential and I got jacked
0: on steroids, what would I, what would I get from doing that? I don't know because I don't think muscly people are funny. Like if you got muscles no, on stage, yeah. like I just don't laugh. Yeah, don't it'd be less it funny. Girls aren't into that. Uh I'm not in I'm not an athlete. Girls aren't into that. My girlfriend is always telling me like go to the gym. I should get a gym Well, membership. I'm not saying girls are into fat guys or people who are out of shape, but they're not into like g- steroid guys dude my shit is just like i'm just like jello in the middle like i'm like hummus like i feel like you just put my finger here and then like scoop a bit out you know there's just nothing i have no muscle anywhere on my body
1: so maybe that's one of the issues that we need to work on with me and me it's me too or just to get in better shape
0: i mean what would you do to get in better shape well i can say this i went hiking with you once Mm -hmm. that was i think my peak fatness you're at peak fatness
1: yeah but you were struggling a little bit. I'm yeah. not saying, I've hiked with other people who struggled. I went hiking with Chelsea Skidmore last week and she was looked like
0: she was about to die. But
1: but I feel like something happened hiking, to me like
0: was I hung over or like I was dehydrated? Like I start, I started seeing little dots everywhere and you guys it take was just like, a little hard for you you take the fucking hard way yeah the crazy hard way and you guys were way. like you guys were like you could walk down like we'll meet you at the bottom but did i no i walked down with you no i did the whole thing no yeah we got to the top and then we walked but yeah you guys were like you can give up and go back and i was like no i'm doing this with no you, guys. you
1: did it i'm not i'm not bashing you what i'm saying is maybe we should be doing that a few times a week to, until it's not you know, till that's I'll easy. go fuck
0: with Fryman, can you? And that shit's easy. It's like a nice grade. But that's,
1: Yeah. But that's why we got jell because you fuck with Fryman.
0: But you're you doing this push naked and afraid shit like Lord of the Flies, like the way you're not supposed to go. You're going up like back fire trails <laughs> and shit where like billy goats are like fucking fending for their lives. And that's you're supposed to go like the nice paved way. And you're up, like, making your own shit. No, you are embellishing. You're rock climbing, dude. We went hiking, and he put, already put chalk on his hands <laughs> just to get ready for the fucking walk up. No, you could handle this hike. I
1: mean, maybe I could now. I've done like, it with you. You did it. First off, you did it already. We mm-hmm. could do it at a slower pace. I did it with you. I did it with Jake Marin. I did it with Chelsea Skidmore. These are people you want to be compared to?
0: I mean, no, but you are. I mean, I don't mind either of them. I think they're great people. Yeah, but I'm, but none of them are in great shape. I mean, Chelsea's skinny. Yeah, skinny. Jake is like fucking muscular. Chelsea's a frail woman.
1: Jake is a chubby white guy. I'm being mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I think they look they, great. They, they they. I'm sure they would uh, agree to me. To describe, I'm a chubby white guy too. Okay, there. But we don't want to be chubby white I don't guys. think
0: you're a chubby white guy. You're a schlubby white guy. I'm not exactly sure what schlubby means, but Shlubby's like you like are right that.
1: below chubby.
0: Okay, you are that. Okay, so I, I don't want to be a schlubby white guy. Is schlubby a Jewish chubby? Schlubby sounds like a Jewish word. Maybe, but you could be a Jewish chubby too. I've, if I could pass for Jewish and get in a commercial, I'm down. But I yeah. got blue eyes. So we need to get, a, get rid of our schlub.
1: That should be our goal.
0: Is it sad that I don't want that?
1: I'm not saying get jacked. I'm just saying go to a beach and f- confidently take off your shirt.
0: I'm confident because I don't care. Oh. Uh, the other day I carried firewood three blocks from the store to my house and my arm was dead. Like I couldn't do anything. I was trying to cook dinner with a frying pan and my arm was like spaghetti. I've never worked out a day in my life.
1: You're getting older now. You, 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 metabolism when you were younger was enough. Not anymore. We got to step it up. We got to
0: hit Runyon. Neither of us have jobs. Get I don't know no if Runyon's view. the answer, though. Like, should we, like, just jump rope? I don't know if I have. I mean, sure.
1: Fine. Kettlebells?
0: R- I'd buy kettlebells. I should have. I, I mean, you got 25 bound bags of sand right here. Just lift these. Yeah. That's all you need.
1: All right. I think that's our game plan, then. Get in better shape. Well, that's my game plan. Sounds like you don't care. All right. We'll wanna work out. I want to get in better shape. I do too. Uh, If you were in better shape, I think you'd be happier. It would help our comedy. It would help our self esteem. It would help your relationship, it sounds like, because your girlfriend hints that you should get in better shape.
0: But it's fucked up because I can't do that to her.
1: Is she, does she need
0: to exercise that? No. Perfect the way she is. Love (laughs) her to death. But I'm just saying, like, in a relationship, like, you can't do that. If I was dating a girl and she got schlubby, and again, let's clarify,
1: your girlfriend is not schlubby. But if she was, couldn't not, you say... Not my girlfriend. Your fictional girlfriend. Or my girlfriend. fictional girlfriend. Your fictional girlfriend. If, she would, if I did her and then she got schlubby, I'd just make it about us. I'd be like, hey, we need to get in better shape. Not her. Us. I need to get in better shape. Will you help me with it? Will you get in
0: shape with me? And also, if you hit me, I'll hit you back. <laughs> yeah. if you hit me, I'll hit you back. Ladies, if you guys want to date Ari, please call into the podcast. Leave him a message. He's a catch. He's a good guy. He's got $9,600. He's pimping it.
1: And apparently a pedophile and a rapist, according to Laugh Factory Instagram.
0: So if you guys don't agree with those, you need to go on the Laugh Factory Instagram page and defend Ari in the comments. Yes, defend me in the comments of Laugh
1: Factory Instagram on my video and buy Bears Don't Like Candy on Amazon, ebook store, as well as print. You can get it now available in paperback. Who illustrated this? Brad Sachs. Okay. Well, yeah, you may l- buy the book and you go, oh, it's cool because a, a child illustrated it for the children. No, it was an adult male. Ooh. I mean, I'm just so like, what
0: inspired this?
1: Well, I've told this story on the podcast before, but I was uh, visiting a family friend of mine in Alaska. And while I was staying at this house, and this is a beautiful family, kids, house, everything, and while I was staying there, their kid wandered off to the forest with a bag of candy and was mauled to death by a grizzly bear. And I thought to myself, if I could stop just from that happening again just one time, if I could stop one kid from being mauled to death, it'll all be worth it.
0: And that's why... Damn, we need to get like this candy. on fucking Oprah's book list or some shit because that is, like, some deep shit coming from the heart. And I hope they recovered the bag of candy from the from candy's the gone and the kid
1: is gone. But if we could just stop that from happening again, if this just saves one child's life, it's all worth it. So if you are out there and you live in bear country, pick up a copy of Bears Don't Like
0: Candy. Thank you. All right, Manis, ladies and gentlemen. See you guys.